There's a, a little movie called Meet the Parents starring one Ben Stiller a number of years ago. And I, I love that movie. Actually. What are you talking about? I can't stand that movie. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And we are heading into the home stretch of our summer series where we are reviewing fan favorite movies. Today's movie is Surprised by Love. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram where we are both at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. You can also jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. It's open to both guys and girls. And I'm going to tell you, there's big things coming. Mm -hmm. So you want to be in the group to hear it first. That is correct. We have lots of announcements coming this month Mm -hmm. about the future of all things Megan and Wendy. That's right. And we had some hot discussion about a recent episode that we published in the Facebook group. Our review of Love on the Sidelines from two weeks ago was hotly contested. Look, I'm going to say it again. Sorry, not sorry. I re-listened to the episode after that was posted because we had recorded it a little bit in advance. And we really did come hard for that movie, but I meant every word of it. I think perhaps we were at our breaking point. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we were pre-recording a ton of stuff to get us through the summer. And I think that was our last movie that we did. And we're like, oh, it actually, it wasn't the last movie we did. But I think we were at our breaking point. Yeah, we were definitely running on fumes, I would say, at that point. <laughs> if anybody was ever wondering if we were holding back in these reviews... I think that is the episode that I would point them to to point out that we very much are not. Not being paid by Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not that. Please hire us to moderate a panel on the Hallmark Christmas Cruise. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's that's a new update since we've last recorded. Headed on the Hallmark Christmas Cruise next year. I got to say I'm excited. Are you? I'm terrified of barfing my brains out the entire time. But I'm excited to do like cookie decorating and gambling. That's what you sold me on is like all you can eat food and gambling. Well, it's going to be a great time. I love a cruise. I love a cruise so much. As we're recording this, the pre-sale for the second dates that they announced is happening right now. They had enough interest that they opened up an entirely new cruise. But the sad thing about that is that means that anybody who had booked that cruise just like I'm going to go on this cruise to the Bahamas got bumped because they they chartered it. But good for Hallmark fans. When that happens to you, though, never fear. The cruise line like gives you obviously refunds you and then some. So when is the second cruise? It's two weeks later or like 10 days later, the 17th through the 21st. I don't actually even know the dates of ours. (laughs) Maybe it's eight days later. Ours is like the 5th through the 9th. Okay, so are there... Are there supposed to be Hallmark celebrities on these cruises? Yes, ma'am. That's the whole appeal. 
Okay, so, but do you think they're going to, like, book the same celebrities? Like, is Tyler Hines going to go on two cruises, or do you think he's just going to be on one? Well, hot take from one of the Hallmark Cruise Facebook groups that I'm in. Someone made a list of the celebrities they would like to see on the cruise. And, of course, Tyler was at the top of the list, and someone commented he probably won't be there because he made a comment about never doing a cruise. Oh, But who knows? That is the big question. Will there be overlap stars? Will you have, you know, a different crowd week one to the next? Obviously, they're being paid to appear on this cruise. So, yeah, money talks. Perhaps spending four days on a cruise ship is not the worst way to spend some time in November. Well, and especially who knows how long this acting strike is going to go on. So I know we're talking next year, but hey. You got bills to pay, you might go on a paid cruise. Yeah, why not, man? Yeah. That all remains to be seen. Obviously, they won't be announcing celebrities until much, much closer to the sailing date. But if you're going, let us know. We'll see you there. Are you ready for a synopsis? I am. Surprise by love. This comes from 2015. And it is the story of a young businesswoman who tries to convince her uptight parents to accept her current boyfriend and instead finds herself falling for an old high school flame. As I listened to you read that synopsis, I realized I was like, oh, God, I totally forgot that the premise of this movie was like, get mom and dad to like Richard. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you just watch this movie? <laughs> yeah, I watched it last night. I actually started this movie months ago. I opened up my notes and I was like, wow, this is meaningless to me. I was like, Gridley? Who the heck's Gridley? <laughs> Let's get into it. News and All right. notes. Yeah. Do you have some? Yeah. This was directed by Robert Iscove, who appears to be retired now as this was his last directing credit of his 64. He also directed hits like From Justin to Kelly and the unauthorized story of Different Strokes. A movie that maybe you saw? Did you? I feel like your husband would watch that. I think my husband would absolutely have watched that if he (laughs) came across it. I'm not sure that he has, but we might have to hunt it down on one of our many, many streaming services. (laughs) Hey, I don't know if you if you saw an IMDb, but Robert Iscove also directed the 1999 teen rom-com She's All That. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah. Right. The original air date for this movie was January 3rd, 2015. And I must ask you, is is that Winterfest? Was this a Winterfest movie? Don't know. That's that's this. Don't know. Was that a thing in 2015? You know, in a recent episode that I edited, I said, you ask a lot of questions that I do not have the answers for, and that stands true today. Well, hey, if anybody listening has the answer, you can always email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com or talk about it in the Facebook group or whatever. I'm not trying to stump you with these questions, Megan. (laughs) I'm just, it's out of curiosity. Truly. I I understand. I don't have any information. This is not a winter movie. Do better. By the way, the unauthorized story of Different Strokes is streaming on Peacock. (laughs) I might have to watch it. I loved me some Different Strokes when I was growing up. I freaking loved it. As did I. You know, I was looking, and this is not a Different Strokes tangent, but it is. I was noticing in the title that Different different is spelled with uh, an apostrophe. Yeah, why? I mean, that's how it's always been spelled. But why? Uh, Again, (laughs) the answer you don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Different? I I don't know. Hey, did you know this movie was written by the, I'm not going to be able to say their last names. Dabrowski. There you go. You know, 
I recalled when as a typing up my notes, I was like, wait a minute, we talked about a movie this summer that they had written. No, you're wrong. Um, okay. <laughs> what you're remembering is we discussed The Real Housewives of the North Pole, which I believe shared a director with a movie that we had watched previously. Is that ringing a bell? Am I in the right direction? Their their son wrote that movie. Uh, no, they co-wrote that movie. Yeah, with they, their son. With their son. Yes. Yeah, yes. they have a number of writing credits together. You know what? I'm not wrong because oh. I'm looking at my note right now. It says they wrote the script for Love on the Air. And I believe that was a summer movie oh, that we good reviewed. Job. Good Thank job. you so much. Well done. So anyway, they wrote this movie. <laughs> as well as a number of other Hallmark movies. Tons. But again, they haven't written a movie in quite some time. Maybe they're retired as well. Maybe they are. Speaking of Hallmark, Malcolm Stewart plays dad Joseph Mayfield. He has 203 acting credits. And if you recognize him, it's probably because he plays lots of Hallmark dads. He has played alongside Paul Campbell. He played his dad in Christmas by Starlight. But again, he has 203 acting credits. Tons of Hallmark movies, including the Christmas in Evergreen series where he plays the dad. Is that just his like title, the dad? I mean, he has a name, but that's his role, dad. I got to tell you, I did not recognize him watching this movie. <laughs> he plays a nice dad. He plays a mean dad. He plays he plays all kinds of dads. This movie stars Hilary Burton, who plays Josie. And she is probably best known as playing Peyton Sawyer on One Tree Hill. Show Why did not watch. IMDb say Peyton Scott? Because she marries a Scott brother eventually. Ah, uh, thank you. She marries Lucas, I think, who is Lucas Scott. Anyway, yeah, her maiden name is Sawyer. Previous Hallmark movies include Summer Villa and Naughty or Nice, which when I saw the title Naughty or Nice, I was like, that's a Hallmark movie? Like, kind of surprised. Like, it feels dirty. Sure. Okay. But here... This is what I thought was really interesting. Back in 2019, it's reported that Burton was let go from a Hallmark movie after she made requests for a more diverse cast. Oh. And she was very outspoken about the bigotry from then head Bill Abbott. Boom. I was like, wow. But with all that said, we haven't seen her in a Hallmark movie since 2016. You know, I really enjoyed her in this. And now that Bill Abbott is no more, maybe we could bring her back. Yeah, I wonder if she would come back. I mean, if they're doing what she had requested that they do back then, you would think she'd be like, hey, all right, I'm going to ride with you now. Yeah, we'll see. Paul Campbell plays Maxwell Gridley. And look, he's Hallmark royalty, needs no introduction. He started in a ton of Hallmark movies, including the cases of Mystery Lane, Wedding Every Weekend, a previous summer series review, The Santa Stakeout, but also 25 episodes of Battlestar Galactica, which... Is not for me. <laughs> Malcolm Stewart was in a couple of episodes of Battlestar Galactica as well. Okay. So I'm a little bit concerned because I try to find like some current work for Paul Campbell and there's like nothing on the internet. I mean, I know there's like a writer strike and an actor strike happening, but I thought there was rumblings of a second Three Wise Men and a Baby done already. I mean, nothing has been confirmed there. I hear you. I believe if you listen to the reports made by Girls Gone Hallmark correspondent Mike, mm -hmm. he said that they've got 
some movies in the works. And you know how Hallmark is. They're real cagey until they make an actual announcement. They like to wait until the last minute. So he and Kimberly Sestad had two movies. They were prioritizing the Christmas movie. So maybe we just have... It's not like he hasn't been working. Oh. I wouldn't worry about our Paul Campbell just yet. Oh, man. Okay, so can I go on? Yeah. Tim Conway played Josie's grandfather in -hmm. this movie. Conway passed in 2017. He was a six-time Primetime Emmy winner with 14 total nominations. He's known for roles in The Carol Burnett Show, McHale's Navy, tons of guest spots, and tons of voice work in his later years. I really loved him. Oh, he's in my liked. Spoiler alert. I will talk about him in my liked. All right. What's your first impression? A Twinkie cake makes my stomach turn. Oh, God. Can I you imagine how sweet? I, Buy a grocery store sheet cake. It would taste better than that. I mean, I love a Twinkie, but like in a big amount like that, I just, no, I no. can't. No, no, no. My first impression is I knew that dog stole the Fabergé egg. Oh, did you? Come on. <laughs> the, the case of the Fabergé egg, huh? Can we, you want to talk about Fabergé eggs for a minute? Sure. So I like Googled Fabergé egg. It's not like something you can just like order at like Neiman Marcus, apparently. It's like oh a piece of art that you need to get. I found the four most expensive Fabergé eggs ever sold. What would you guess the top selling Fabergé egg sold for? One million dollars. 25.1 million dollars. Get out. Who cares? The Rothschild clock egg. Number two, 9.6. Number three, 7.7 million. Number four, 6.9 million. Wow. Uh, That's like big money. And then I found on Saks Fifth Avenue Avenue from the Fabergé line, they have a Fabergé diamond egg pendant necklace (laughs) clocking in at $56,000. This is old white women wearing this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Big Wow. I don't get it. Neither do I. We'll talk more about the Fabergé egg momentarily. I would rather own a private jet than a Fabergé egg. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, let's talk about what we liked about this movie. Well, I love that Grandpa is just so tired of everyone's shit. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to do this anymore, so I'm just going to pretend like I can no longer speak. I think that's brilliant. I'm opting out. (laughs) (laughs) Quietly quitting. Yes. They're going to leave me alone. (laughs) I I freaking love Tim Conway in this movie. He's great. He's great. I I just loved the entire thing. And I love that they, this role was just like, yeah, no, (laughs) I'm just going to be quiet. How much did you love Josie making her video blog and she steps away from the kitchen and it's just a straight up green screen. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yep. I thought that was really funny. Speaking of Hillary Burton, I found her pleasant to watch. I didn't think she was like spectacular, but pleasant. And I'm curious to hear from listeners if there is a Hillary Burton Hallmark movie that is a must see hmm. or if this was it. Hmm. She doesn't have that many on her resume so i'm like and i know a lot of people love this movie so i'm like is this the hillary burton hallmark movie to watch yeah i think pleasant is a good descriptor of her 
of her acting in this movie? Because for me, it's all about Paul Campbell. I love Paul Campbell. Yes, as do I. And I got to tell you, when I turned the movie on, I knew she was in it, but I did not know Paul Campbell was in it. So oh. I was like pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes, it's a Paul Campbell movie. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. I liked him. I liked her. I liked them together. Yeah. It was all pleasant. Here's a fun thing that I'm not sure I've seen before is their drive to her parents' house. They don't do terrible car green screen. They just do a voiceover of some random B-roll of a car driving on some roads. I did not even notice. Yeah. Oh, good catch. Nice. I didn't hate it. it of course, it's a 30-second scene. You couldn't really get away with that in a lot of situations. And I'm sure it was a budget thing. Like, why are we going to move to a car when we just need to show that they have moved from place to place? But I appreciated it. Where was her childhood at home supposed to be? Do you uh -uh. recall? Uh uh. Yeah, me neither. Uh, they lived in Chicago, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Chicago? That's where that waterfront was supposed to be that he was? Honestly, I have no idea. It didn't look I, like Chicago. I imagined him to be like down by the that bean thing, selling his wood. Yes, but you've been to the bean. That doesn't look anything like where he was. I, know. I have no idea. You guys, please leave us a comment. Where was this supposed to take place? I mean, it doesn't matter where it was supposed to take place because it definitely was not there. <laughs> I, I know. Man, do you remember the when we were in Chicago and we did hungover yoga? Uh, Megan did hungover yoga. It was rough. <laughs> I did yoga, I but I was not hungover. Drank. I don't like, I, I don't have many hungover moments in my entire life but that was one of them Oof. it was like summertime too and very like muggy i had morning. to just like sit down like child's pose most of it it was it was hot humid and downward dog was not it okay let's move on to what we wished for i wish they didn't make gridley out to be some loser compared to richard oh, such a buffoon so okay here's the thing is because Gridley doesn't have like a typical or a corporate job, mm -hmm. so he's deemed less than desirable. I hate that. It just feels gross. Like, don't do that. If it was like a woman in that role, would we be like, say somebody was like a waitress compared to like Josie's corporate job? Like, is she deemed, wait a minute, I've just figured it out. Mm -hmm. The sister, mm -hmm. Josie's sister, was deemed kind of a loser, too, by the family because she wasn't, like, she quit school and, like, she was singing in a cafe. Like, I just think that's gross. Yeah, I like when the mom at the, towards the end of the movie, grows to accept her children when she's like, yes, Josie sells spoons. And what's her name? I don't remember. Little sister sings in the cafe. Yes, she sings in a cafe. And I... These are my children, and they're great. This is what they do. We're not making excuses for them. I think your point about Paul Campbell stands out, especially when they're in the kitchen towards the end of the movie, and the family has grown to love Gridley, and they talk about, I don't know what the conversation is, something about, you know, how he's headed back. You know, he's this artist. And Richard's like, well, that's not really true, is it? Aren't you moving every six months? And I thought, you are so up your own ass that you cannot imagine a world in which someone doesn't want to live the life that you want to live. Mm -hmm. Like, he moves because he wants to experience new places and makes the point, like, I've never had a reason not to. But also, what if you just want to live in a lot of different places? What if living in one place is not the life that you want? There are different ways to have a successful and meaningful life. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay. 
Look, this movie, I can't believe you haven't said it yet. Way too many hijinks. Oh, it's on my list, girl. <laughs> it, honestly, I felt like the second half the, of the movie was significantly better than the first half. Agree. But they had to do all of this like, oh, Gridley is a buffoon. And here are all of the reasons why he yes. is a buffoon. Do not expect me to believe that this man who can craft driftwood art also can't walk through a room without destroying it like a bowl in a china shop with this completely overacted flowers thrown in the air moment and the cake he took responsibility for though was the dog that did it it was just it was too much it was just these like slow-mo like And it was not enjoyable for me when that was happening. I think I've turned you onto the hijinks. Like, I think you hate them as much as I do now. I do hate them as much as you do when it's overdone like this. Mm-hmm. There, there's a, a little movie called Meet the Parents starring one Ben Stiller a number of years ago. And uh, people loved that movie. They thought it was hilarious. I don't like, and the whole premise is just one bad situation after, you've seen the movie, yes? I, I love that movie. Actually. What are you talking about? I can't stand that movie. It's like, the house catches all fire. I mean, it's funny. This okay. makes no sense to me because that movie is like high budget hijinks. I think that's the difference. I can't stand that movie. That movie makes me uncomfortable to watch. Movies where you're just like, People are getting the shit beat out of them in, like, what's supposed to be a comedic way. Like The Hangover. Have you seen The Hangover? One of my favorites. God, my husband loves that movie. I'm like, this is not fun for me. Like, his tooth is missing and they're sunburnt all to hell and they're carrying this baby around. There's a tiger in their hotel. I'm like, this is not funny to me. There's too much happening. (laughs) So These are great movies. No, bad. Anyway... (laughs) The hijinks was out of control, and it was too much, and I don't, I think it was just a mistake to position this guy. Like, it's enough that her parents didn't approve of him because he was a non-traditional, in their eyes kind of dude. He didn't also need to be an absolute buffoon. Right. In addition. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think, I think that has to go to the director. Like, I think the director kind of old school right is like okay this is going to be really funny i don't like when hallmark movies have to lean so hard into the hijinks i just to me that tells me the story's not that good also i get it i don't need you to beat me over the head with the fact that you don't think this guy is good enough for your daughter right yeah i'm not a dummy you don't have to like show me 18 different ways yeah i i can read between the lines y'all okay <laughs> I have one more wish for Yeah. Josie's dad was a real effing jerk to his wife. Yeah. He was so demeaning. Yeah. When it was just the two of them and she's like futzing around the house trying to make it perfect. He would just say the nastiest comments. I was like, yuck. I don't like you. And then they come back together because they remember why they liked each other. Y'all, I don't really believe it because he made these like snide remarks about just really being unhappy with her presence. Mm, yeah, exactly. And I thought, really? Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to believe you guys love each other again because now you remember what it used to be like? I mean, here's the thing. Like, I can understand being married for many, many years because I have been. Mm-hmm. And there are times that you're really irritated with your spouse, right? But sometimes... Keep it to yourself. 
Be, keep it to yourself or tell your best friend, whatever. But also I think that if there's not going to be that shift, like, oh, now two days later, I'm all back in love with you again. I think there needs to be some connecting, you know? Yes. The bottom line is, is he was real nasty to her. Agreed. And I wish she would have kicked him to the curb. My final thing that I wished was not a part of this movie is, look, Richard sucks. He does suck. Yes. But he still doesn't deserve his girlfriend falling for some other guy while they're still together. Oh, that's that. You hate that, don't you? Look, I don't care that he like he's a bad guy. They shouldn't be together. Then don't be together. Yeah, this is this happens. My husband was watching another Hallmark movie last night, Christmas at the Plaza, and it's the same situation. They're in a relationship. They're not a good match. She falls for the other dude who happens to be Ryan Pavey, but they shouldn't be together. And he's like, girl's got to eat. And I was like, no. (laughs) No. She breaks up with her boyfriend and leaves and goes to the other guy. Like, no, I don't care that your relationship was bad. We need to stop positioning this as like, ah, the relationship's bad. It's okay for me to fall in love with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Find another conflict to lean on, Hallmark. Yeah. Well, you know, this was 2015. Mm, in the Stone th- Ages. Time. I <laughs> just think that they've done a little bit better since then. I don't. A little bit better. I don't disagree. Some of their movies are better. Although, Will Kemp, Christmas movie. Had a girlfriend, fell in yeah. love with Fresh Machete. Yeah, I agree. All right, time for Did You See That? I only have one. Yeah. You mentioned it earlier. It was, uh, they were all in the kitchen towards the end of the movie. And I believe Richard was going to say something negative about Gridley. And Paul Campbell executes this line so perfectly. I don't know if you caught it, but he okay. says, got something to say dick and i was like literally gasped while i was watching it because i was like i didn't see that coming at all and kind of impressed that hallmark went for it yeah i loved that line as well i've got a bunch of did to see that moments Ooh, to do tell just little moments um why are we putting the priceless faberge egg on the corner of a coffee table especially <laughs> when you have a dog with a big waggly tail in the house yes how did they make that Twinkie cake look so good? Because Twinkies do not have smooth edges. How are they making it, like, smooth and it, rounded? Make make that make sense to me. I mean, a ton of, like, frosting. Obviously. Which is still on. disgusting. Gridley and Josie go to their high school, and they're looking at a trophy case. They're evidently oh. looking at photos of themselves. There's not a photo of either of those people in that trophy case. <laughs> There's no way. There's no uh, way. Honestly, that scene kind of stressed me out because I was like, they're breaking into the yeah. school and like they're running. No, no, no. I would not do that. No. We need to talk about the green hair. Yes. First of all, it's not well done, which bothers me. It's like very clearly like painted on. And then I'm like, you've got this severe side part. I think you could probably hide it a little better if you changed your part. And also, if this family is as old money, Fabergé egg money as they seem to be, you're telling me they don't have a hairstylist they could have sent her to to deal with that before their big precious party and photo shoot? Yeah. Hmm. Good call. And finally, how is Gridley hauling all of his giant art out to the grass morning after morning? Is he getting it there? (laughs) I don't even see a bike, much less a bike with a trailer. Oh, my God. You're so funny. That's all I got. All right. What did you rate this movie? I gave it 3.75. Literally what I have written, 3.75 stars on my notes. I found it very middle of the road. 
Yeah, the second half significantly better than the first. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you haven't done it yet, even if you heard us talk about it week after week after week, now's the time. You can leave Girls Gone Hallmark a review, and we'd love for you to do so in the Apple Podcast app. You can even pop into Spotify. You can kind of rate us there, but you can also comment under Spotify, like make a comment about the episode. Engage over there. Did you know that? I didn't. So wherever you listen, there's a way for you to engage. If you would like more from us, hop into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.